this year, I had the privilege of sitting down with Azaniah Israel, a visionary business tech guru and the founder of Ciroc Consulting. No, not the alcoholic drink sold by Diddy, a consulting firm, y'all. I take a deep dive into Ezaniah's remarkable journey and explore how he has used service-minded strategies not only to propel his own business, but to also empower countless of others to achieve remarkable growth. But there's more to Ezaniah than just his business prowess. He also shared how the movies, The Social Network, and The Joneses helped influence his decision to pursue engineering and technology. I was captivated by the stories behind these cinematic gems and how they shaped his vision and approach to technology and innovation. If you're an aspiring entrepreneur, a business-minded podcaster seeking advice, like myself, or simply intrigued by the intersection of business and technology, go ahead and join us as we unravel the wisdom and expertise of Azaniah Israel, who says, Givers gain wisdom in business and in life. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. Interludes, a Peer Lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by On Point Book Design. They help you with your manuscript to finish book, and they make sure that everything is on point. Set up a consult with them today. And now, all the way from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Val The Voice Johnson. Welcome to another edition of Interludes. I am Val The Voice Johnson, your host, and I love chatting with folks that have started their own business and that have an engineering mind, unlike myself. I'm the creative. This is the analytical. He owns Ciroc Consulting, and he helps his businesses with marketing and anything regarding apps. It's a, it's a, whole, it's a whole new world. And also, he has an engineering background. Welcome, Azaniah Israel. How are you today? Uh, thank you. I'm doing well. Tell me how you got started with Ciroc. What was the callus of starting your own business? Because I feel, I feel, I know a little bit about you, and I know you run this with your wife, which is phenomenal. What mm -hmm, started mm -hmm. Ciroc, and why did you call it that? Oh, well, if you want to start there, why do I call it Ciroc? Um, there's a book known as the book of wisdom and, and the apocrypha, the apocrypha, those are the hidden books of the Bible that were removed. So most of the time you only know about the old Testament and new Testament, but one of the main focuses within this book is wisdom and using wisdom in everything that you do. So think of it like a, another form of Proverbs, but, uh, it has a lot of business sense in it. And one of the things it says is use counsel and um, before doing any enterprise and before you do anything, always take counsel from others that have that know what they're doing and have experience in it. And so because of that, that became kind of a, a staple for me of any move that I make. I want to make sure that I take wise counsel from those who know what they're talking about 
And I noticed in the business world, a lot of people have a great idea, but they don't have the wisdom to implement that idea based on the fact that starting a business is not just doing what you love, but all that other stuff that you hate. So how can I help people with their business, give them the wisdom that they need in those other areas that they hate so they can focus on the things that they love? Yeah. And as a creative, the business side of things for myself is a little hairy. I literally have to trick myself into doing the administrative task that comes along with running a podcast. I'm just going to be honest with you as an I, I just, mm -hmm. I, I don't like doing invoices, even though those are the things that help me get paid. I don't like uh, systems operating procedures. I have to write those things out for folks that work with me. It's a, it's a whole thing. The best advice that you've received from folks of wise counsel that you've received, what, what's been some of those, if you could pick out one nugget of best advice you've give you've been given, what, what has it been? <laughs> um, I've heard this so many times and I, I'm continuing to hear it even to this day and it's giver's gain. You know, going into things with that mindset of let me help without receiving anything back is such a rewarding part because not only then do you receive the money back, but you also receive that internal payment, you know, that, that way your spirit feels good that you've helped people. It doesn't always work that way. But one of the things that it says uh, in Sirach of the Apocrypha is that know to whom you're doing good from know to who you're doing good to and if you don't receive a reward from them then maybe you'll receive that reward from the most high so you're covered when you do good for people whether that person outright uh rewards you for what you've done to them there's also a god and god sees what you're doing and he sees the uh, the spirit behind it you know everybody say god knows my heart so god if god sees the the good in your heart and why you did it there will be a, a blessing that comes on the back end of it and, and because of that, that's how I live my life. And a lot of times I'm willing to help um, even when I can see that it's not going to necessarily turn into a financial gain for me. Mm -hmm. I'm still glad that I could have impacted that person through the conversation that we had or the, the knowledge that I have in some way. I may not be able to do a full service for you for free, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. However, I don't like when people feel like they have to monetize you so we're friends and I have this new business and if you don't buy from me then to heck with you I'm moving on okay we can still be cool and maybe you're not going to be my customer however if you see the spirit behind me and, and the intent and why I do what I do maybe eventually you'll come around as opposed to me just writing you off because you have not chosen to be my first customer I think that's an error that a lot of people that run a business find that everyone's not your ideal customer and it's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it just comes down to it. If I don't drink coffee, if you have a cafe, I, you're, I'm not your ideal customer. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. And you know what, when I thought about starting what I do with the podcast, one of the things that inspired me was music. I'm a huge fan of Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. They were like super producers back in the 80s and 90s. And they did things where they would produce an album 
and music that would have like a short interlude. And so mm-hmm. I, I decided to name my podcast because of that, because I'm thinking I'm interested in that transition. Um, when people are transitioning from being in from employee to business owner, what is something that Sirac can do to help folks with that mindset, that shift change? Oh, well, that's a really great question. And mm-hmm. how I got into consulting was really just that I was an employee mm-hmm. and I was working for a consulting agency and I realized that I could do the same thing for other people and cut out the middleman, right? <laughs> so if you're paying me $30 an hour, but you're billing the client at 250, okay, how do I get some of that in, in, in between? If mm-hmm. I can charge you 150, we, we, we both win, right? Uh, so that's the first thought process is understanding where you bring value. Mm-hmm. And if that value is monetizable, to where you can benefit yourself, but then also someone that will benefit from you. The next thing is, now that you figure that out, is how do you put system in, in place so that you can actually work the way you would have worked for a company? Because let's say, for example, I work for this large company that they provide me all the tools and resources that I need. Now, yes, they may only pay me peanuts in comparison to what I'm making mm-hmm. them. However, when you really look at it, they got to pay for all of this stuff that they provide me. They provide me with an office space, a phone, you know, an email system, probably, you know, all these different things, right? Mm-hmm. And now I start my business and I don't have any of these processes and tools in place. So what Surat Consulting does is give you some of those tools and those processes to give you the opportunity to compete with these larger corporations. We, we focus on three main areas now. Uh, Surat Consulting started as a business and technology consulting firm, but now it's focused on three key areas, which is giving you access to money. Once you have access to money, turn that money into more money. And once you've created a lot of money, protect that money. And we do that through different tools and resources, uh, mindset shifts (laughs) and, and technological integrations between what you're doing and how you do it efficiently. And so you were speaking a moment ago about, yeah, I I like doing my business from the podcast perspective, but I don't like doing the invoicing. Well, what makes invoicing easy when you have an app like QuickBooks, right? Mm -hmm. You you have a, a technology that you can integrate into your process so that now you can be a little more efficient run things a little more smoothly, get the reminders that you need, the automatic uh, recurring billing and things like that. How do we integrate that into your business? So Sarah Consulting is about taking technology and integrating it into your business so that you can run more smoothly and focus on the things you love to do the most. All right. And it definitely for the small business owner, that is something that is imperative. I was told that I need a standard operating procedure, an SOP, because every business, whether it's large or small, has that SOP. And I'm thinking, uh, are we talking, and I think in music terms or something like, is that a song? SOP? (laughs) You have an SOP? Yeah, you know me. (laughs) Exactly. Wow. So I'm thinking about that. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. On Point Book Design. Everyone has a book inside of them, right? 
With over 20 years of experience, On Point Book Design has been helping authors with cover design, ebook set, and getting your book ISBN registered. From manuscript to finished book, they make sure everything is on point. Book a consult with them today at onpointbookdesign.com or email natalie at onpointbookdesign.com. And now, back to our show. So you can say what you want, I go harder, stronger, be who I'm supposed to be. And speaking of music, if there was a song or if there was a movie that inspired you to say, you know what, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to, to start my own situation. Was was there anything from either the music or film world that inspired this this move to do your own thing? <laughs> oh, there are so many. Let me let me, you know. So when I was in college, I came up right when Facebook was being founded in oh, college. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was at one of the pilot schools, the first the first schools that Facebook went to. So that movie, Social Network, really resonates with me because it showed how a college student could create something that would be one of the most impactful things in the world. Facebook, one of the largest companies, the most profitable companies, has changed the way that we live. And he was able to do this by using his technical skill, a little bit of know-how, they didn't finish college. Garnering the uh, respect of a couple of classmates for them to come and help and work with them. Mm -hmm. And that that really inspired me to say, okay, uh, I don't have to have a degree to do this, even though I have degrees. I don't, I don't have to have all the resources like, you know, a million dollars in the bank so I can start a business. You know, he bootstrapped it. And so it really showed me that there are opportunities out there to create, to solve a problem for somebody or create uh, something that no one's ever even thought about. And when you do that, then you impact a lot of people. And that was one of the biggest impactful movies for me. Now, if I can just add one more, if you don't mind. Oh, go ahead. So I, of course, my background is engineering. So I'm on the technical side of things. Mm-hmm. But there's another movie called The Joneses. You remember that? Okay. Have you ever seen that movie? I don't think I have. That's uh, who was in it? Who was in it? So it's Demi Moore okay. uh, as the main character that I remember. Mm-hmm. But the premise behind it, it's not one, like normally one of the movies that I would have on my playlist, but somebody told me to watch it. The premise behind it is this these companies would have people move into a neighborhood and buy up all these electronics and clothes and cars and jewelry and all of these different things mm-hmm. to entice the people around them to want it too. So they everybody was trying to keep up with John. Just, oh, he got a new car. I need a new car. I need a new car. Yeah. Look, look, look at my new jewelry. The wife is showing off her jewelry at the housewoman party, and then all the other wives are telling the husband, "I need new jewelry." So that put me in a mindset to understand how powerful marketing is and the the psychology behind marketing and how it was so important to understand that because many of us don't understand why we broke. (laughs) (laughs) We don't understand why we broke. It's because the marketing was so good that you're a marketer's dream and all I got to do is put it on TV and you buy it. (laughs) 
So that encouraged me to say, okay, I'm going to help people with marketing because our businesses struggle because we don't market well. It's all the large companies that do that. But when we do it, I want to work with people. The thing that we're persuading people to buy is actually helpful and useful for them as opposed to the reason why they're broke. It may be the reason why they become wealthy. It may be the reason why they become healthy. There you go. And so those two movies really impacted me because it just made me think of things that I wasn't brought up thinking. Exactly. Exactly. And it's it's interesting how that influenced those two films influenced you and influenced the business and part of the business model of what you're doing today, which is phenomenal. And my dad used to have this old saying. He would say, um, well, I ain't trying to keep up with the Joneses. I am Jones. Y'all gonna try to keep yeah. up with me. <laughs> so he would kind of brush off that 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 mindset of, of things. But you know what? Ciroc Consulting is something that you started. It's your baby. If people want to find out more about what Ciroc can do to help their business, where would they go? Well, we do have our site, uh, SiracConsulting.com. That's S-I-R-A-C-H. Not to be confused with the drink, you know, <laughs> when we, we're not getting vodka, you know, or anything like that. We're talking about Sirach, the book of wisdom out of the Apocrypha, S-I-R-A-C-H, Consulting.com. But then you can reach out to me and communicate with me through email, info at SiracConsulting.com or uh even if you want to text me, 512-666-1085, we can get in communication any way you like. Azaniah Israel, thank you so very much for joining me on today. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. Check out a clip from our interview, Givers Gain Wisdom, with Val The Voice and Azaniah Israel on our Interludes YouTube channel. Next time on Interludes. Or music is, a, is, a, or is an international language because I don't have to speak the same language you speak, but we can listen to something or we can we can jam and like and have this conversation, so to speak, without speaking the same language. Ohio-based DJ and podcaster Crate Digger on the next Interludes. Have you seen it? It's the weekly chat with EP Michael Womble, Coach Tony Thompson, and host Val The Voice Johnson. Interludes Extra presents Talk on Tuesdays. Join us and other special guests as we break down the latest topics surrounding music, movies, and sports every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, live in our chat on our Interludes YouTube channel, Facebook group, and now on Pod TV on Roku. Interludes, original concept by Valerie Johnson, written by Michael Womble, produced by Michael Womble and Valerie Johnson, original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes, a Peer Lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by Interludes Extra presents Find Your Voice on Patreon. See behind the scenes with Interludes tips on how to become a podcaster, and merch featuring our Interludes logo. Become a friend, 
a fan, and join our VIP podcasting community today by visiting the website patreon.com forward slash interludes. Become a future sponsor or advertiser on our podcasting platform by visiting our website today. To subscribe to our YouTube channel or join Interludes Facebook group, visit the website linktree slash peerlightmedia. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash peerlightmedia. Media.